careful notes. So if you're living in the 21st century, I never thought, did you ever think that you would not need a landline phone? I always thought, you know, these, these cell phones are cool, but we're always going to need a landline. And now I don't even think about a landline. It's like people are trying to sell me, hey, we're going to help your phone system be better. I'm saying, what? I have a cell phone. How can you make that any better? <laughs> but with, with, with every te technological change, every improvement in what we get, have you ever noticed that words change? That um, there's things that <laughs> in other areas, but especially in the area of social media and being online, they've taken words and now they have a completely different meaning now. Have you noticed that? So we have things like cloud. Anybody know what a cloud is? It's that big white thing that's hanging up in the sky. No. It's where we put all our information. Well, how many knew that 20 years ago? Actually, five years ago, maybe, you know? We didn't really have a concept of what, what the cloud was, right? How many, uh, I'm not as familiar with this one because I deny this. I, this is not part of my confession. Fail. Have you ever noticed it, it's actually something that can happen when you fail and it's funny? It's like a internet thing, like a YouTube thing. I think they might have it reels that are fails, right? Is that, come on, somebody. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, I got another one here. You can be putting these up for me if you don't mind. Um, I should have them kind of in somewhat of an order. So just, yeah, just, just go to them as I go. How many have a friend that you've never met? You might not even know what their face looks like, let alone if their breath stinks or not. Yeah, but you got friends. And in fact, the more friends you can get, the more important you are. Has, has the word friend taken a different turn? It has, hasn't it? Right? How many like? Know what it means to like something? Completely different than anything I ever knew before. You like something, and you know, sometimes you're liking it just because it's the person. You didn't even read it, you just like it. And it puts an algorithmic thing going on, right? How many know what a ping is? Right? To me, it was actually Pong. That was my first uh, <laughs> ping pong. Yeah, ping pong. <laughs> but it's actually where you reach out to somebody, right? You ping somebody, right? Uh, and a profile has changed. You know, it used to be this, right? Uh, and now it's everything about you that some login needs for you to go on there and, right? It's, it's got a whole different meaning to it now, right? How about a swipe? It used to be when you stole something, right? Now you need it to navigate on an iPad or a phone. You got to swipe. And it's interesting how people act like they're really doing something when they're swiping. You know? It's like you're really something because you're swiping. Well, everybody else is doing the exact same thing. Text. How many know what a text is? It's not just information anymore. It's not just the, it's not just the bulk of a book that doesn't have pictures. Yeah. Right? It's, it's actually where you text somebody, right? You send information back and forth. What a, you know what a timeline now is, 
right? That's a new thing, right? How about a tweet? It's not just a sound. It's how you get in trouble during the political season. (laughs) Viral. That used to be something that happened when you got a cold. Now it happens if you become really important because of what you came up with. Now your stuff goes viral across the world. What, what to me is funny about that sometimes, some of these things, people think that just because they posted something that it's going across the globe. <laughs> and most, especially like on Facebook, there's not that many people seeing stuff that we do a lot of times, unless you're somebody real important like, well, I won't say any names, okay. <laughs> Unplugging. That's, that's kind of a different word too, right? Where you can get unplugged from everything from, for a while, Right? So I want to look at another one of these, though, that um, I want to get some different meaning from it than maybe we are quite aware of that goes back way beyond our lives. Uh, Because it's a word that comes out of the scripture, and it's it's one that's in our world today, but it's one that maybe has a different meaning that we can draw from that is actually more applicable than the one that we've gotten from being online with it, okay? I want to look at the word follow. Because if you're following somebody, according to <laughs> being online now, or Facebook or whatever, what, 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 all it really means is if they happen to do something, you're going to get notified about it, right? They, they might not really even be your friend. I don't know about that, right? Can you, can you follow somebody that you're not a friend to? It's like an enemy, I'd like to follow my enemies. It's like, what was that, that term? It's better to keep your enemies close to you so you can pop them if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know if that's what, what that's about. But. Yeah, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. All right. Uh, but, but I want to look at this word to follow. And I want to, um, because remember what Jesus, how he, he got people to become a disciple of his. He said, he didn't just say, uh, read all my books, <laughs> like me, uh, you, you know, <laughs> give me your profile. He, he said, what did he say? He said, follow. And so many times we can look through there and we can see follow and we think, okay, I'll, I'll follow you. <laughs> you know, I'll get that over with. <laughs> and maybe Jesus had a different perspective. Maybe follow meant something different to him than, than it means to us in the 21st century, <laughs> Right? So I'd like to look at these, and, and this, this, this first one is, is and I'm going to just go through these four and, and be with me on this because I think, you know, there might, there's more to, the, to it than this, but I believe these four things can be something that we can draw and say, we can say, oh, that's what he meant. Oh, when he, when he said, follow me. Now, who's he saying this to? And this is something that I, I think sometimes we just want to get everybody Signed in that we got people that have have made Jesus their Lord. I saw I saw somebody online with with Elon Musk and they and they said, okay, do you want to confess Jesus and do you want to be saved? And he said, well, I guess if he's saving people, I might as well. They said, all right, we got him. You know. And I think Jesus had a little bit different understanding of what it meant to to receive him as as their Lord. And that meant, he didn't say just make me your Lord. 
Right? When he's going around to, to, to these people, to the fishermen and to the, to the tax collector, what's he, what does he say every single time? He says, follow me. Right? And we can say, okay, <laughs> here I go. It's kind of like, it, 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 it could be kind of like, you know, liking on Facebook or something. Okay, I guess, well, where are you going? <laughs> are you going to eat? Because if you're going to eat, I think I'd like to follow you. Uh, are you paying? <laughs> you know? <laughs> But when, he, when, when he's saying follow, it, there's more to it than that. He's wanting you to do four things at least that we're going to look at today, okay? And, and, and before we do this, we really need the Holy Spirit, don't we? And um, man, I just loved worshiping today. Don't you just love enjoying God? I, I, I want to... I'm, I'm asking God, help me too, to get past preconceived ideas about you, to where I can just really know you and really enjoy you, to, to where uh, you're, it's like Buddy said, to where I, I'm, I'm zealous about you. I'm not just dispassionate and, and ho-hum, you know. I want to be excited about you. You know, this is something my father's kind of going through as, as he's gotten a little bit older as he, he gets sleepy a lot. And, and uh, something I've noticed that sleep and being, and being weary and being tired with things, a lot of times it comes when we're disengaged. And for him, you know, once you get to a certain age, there's not a lot that keeps you going, especially if you're just staying around the house all the time, you know. But I've noticed if you can get him, he, I got him, we, uh, I showed him how to, to use technology, <laughs> to, to use YouTube, because he loves YouTube. He likes to watch classical guitarists. He, he, he's amazed by, and, and you would not believe how amazing some of these guitarists are. There's, there's a female Spanish guitarist that we watch. It's just, she played a piece that I used to, that I memorized. I never really played it, but uh, it's like, oh, wow. And, um, but you know what? He stayed awake while we're watching these things. He stayed engaged when when he was when he was. It meant something to him. He's drawn something from it. I want to be that way with God. I want to be excited about Him. I, I want to be, you know, not that I'm not, but but I think it's something we always can go more, and we can be more and more drawn to just who He is. I was thinking about it. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting off the side of a little bit, but. I don't want him to be the means to my end. I want him to be my end. Everything about my, my life should be taking me to him. I don't want to just use him to get stuff. You know? And so many times when we come to him in prayer, we're just coming to him to pray about something else. And a lot of times I just want to come to him. I just want to know you, God. I want to enjoy you. Something I like about my trips up to Colorado is when I'm driving all by myself, I can just pray the whole way in the car, you know, except for sometimes when it's a little bit hairy, I'll, I'll have to focus a little bit, you know, so, so let's talk to him right now because he, he's going to show us some things. He's our teacher. He's our helper. Lord, we want to just uh, magnify you right now as we get ready to receive from your heart. Lord, we already have today, and we're so grateful for that. But Lord, we just want to magnify you right now. We want to proclaim you as our truth, the truth. 
the way. Everything that we need, we find in you. You're exalted far above anything else we can even imagine. You are. You do and you are doing great things on this earth right now. God, the, just because we don't see them, God doesn't make them any less. Plans that you began thousands of years ago that you proclaimed, they are happening right now because that's how great you are. And some of those things that you proclaimed have to do with us right here in this room today. And God, we want to magnify that. We want it to let, let it be big, big in our eyes, big in our hearts. And we want to receive from what your word has already proclaimed, what we already have in you. Not, we don't want to just perceive it, but Father, we want to be drawn into it to where it consumes our life so it changes who we are. Because we're not satisfied with just this life and the stuff this world has to give us. We're, we're only satisfied <laughs> with you. And so we thank you for helping us with this today. And we just open up our hearts and our minds and say, God, help us to see something beyond what Pastor Stevens prepared. Help it to go right into our, our spirits. Teach us. Be our teacher today, we pray. In Jesus' name. So the first one here that Jesus refers to when he's talking about following, he says, you have to take up your cross. We're going to look at what that means. So it actually begins with that, though, because... You don't get to go somewhere when you're dragging a whole bunch of other wear with you, right? <laughs> you're going to have to be like, remember when he sent out the disciples, he said, don't even take anything with you. You just go with just your shoes. I'm going to take care of you. Okay. Second one here is stay close. And we'll get into this a little bit, but it's, if you're going to follow, it's very important that you don't get too far behind, right? Too far away. And then it's important that when you're following, and what he's implying when he says, follow me, is don't just follow me. He says, become me. And we'll see some scripture with it. Because what you follow is what you become. You can't help but be changed by what you're following. This is why it's so important to not just follow everything. Don't just click follow on everything. Don't just watch everything. Because what you're watching is what you're becoming. <laughs> Hayden sent me this thing this week. This man, this, this guy's an amazing coach. He's talking about, you know, uh, what, what, what the negative that comes out of your mouth is so much more uh, functional and powerful than just trying to be positive. Seven times more powerful. <laughs> what comes out negative is, 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 and so he said, if you can just get people to shut their mouth. <laughs> Yeah, it's way more important to, to not say negative than to try to somehow force yourself to say positive. Now, we don't give up on speaking the word, but, but if you're speaking the word and one word negative comes out of your mouth, it extinguishes all that stuff that you were saying. It negates it, right? Anyway, uh, it, 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 it changes your identity of yourself. And so what Jesus is wanting to have happen is that when you start to follow him, you start to follow who he is and you become him. Okay, and, and then it's got to be something where, it, 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 again, it goes to kind of what Buddy was saying. I want, I want to be, I don't want to be burning out as a Christian. I want to be burning 
loud. <laughs> I want to be burning more fervent. I want to grow in this. Amen? I might not be half as cool as the younger ones. But cool isn't about being hot. <laughs> that just came to me. Because we're talking about being on fire for God, right? You don't have to be cool to be on fire. All right. All right. Okay. So let's just go through these uh, one at a time and I, so we can draw some stuff out here, okay? So let's go to Matthew 16, 24. So Jesus is talking about taking up your cross. And sometimes I think, okay, well, what, what is taking up my cross? Because it goes right together with following him. Right? Now, I'm so glad that he went so that I don't have to go. <laughs> but he went so that I don't have to carry stuff myself. He went so that the old does not have to be something that I'm continually carrying. That the old isn't something that I'm following. Amen? Partly what this guy said, and that's what came to mind. He said, what you're looking at, he said, if you're, if you're oh, what did he say? He said, it's documented that the more news you watch, the more you're going to be ready to give up on stuff. Because you're watching negativity all the time. If you go on that Fox app, mostly what it's talking about is negative stuff. Somebody got shot. Somebody, you know, it's, it's negative stuff. <laughs> so when we're taking up our, and what, so what's, what's happening when we're exposing ourselves to something is we're following it. And that means it's taking us somewhere. Right? So if you're going to follow somebody, if, if you're going to watch something, if you're going to be consumed with it, be ready to be taken with it. And ready to become what it's trying to get you to become. Okay? To be led by him, you must lose your old leaders. So Jesus is saying, I'd like, to, I'd like you to follow me. But what's that going to mean first? You're going to have to quit following some other things. Right? And I, I see that as what taking up your cross is. That means I'm going to take up uh, the putting to death of other things that I would follow. So that I can follow. You can't follow. You can't go two different directions at once. So when he says, follow me, that implies you can't be following somebody else. Right? Matthew 16, 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to take his, save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Now why does it cause this, call this taking up a cross? Because it's going to hurt. We get so used, we're addicted to this stuff. We're addicted to talking negatively. Talking about people. Aren't you glad that his mercies are new every morning? I was thinking about that. Uh, what part of our service? I don't know. if It was, it was prayer, I think. Um, <laughs> we're talking about mercies. And I was thinking, you know what? Mercies aren't just supposed to be what we're receiving from God. 
They're what we're supposed to be giving. Because they create an atmosphere of mercy. That's love. That goes together with love, doesn't it? Um, so, but back to this, this carrying this cross and, and, and denying ourselves. That means something that I want to do. Want my, my flesh loves to follow after other stuff. And I think we have to be careful with anything in our life. That it doesn't become something that we're becoming. <laughs> Does that make sense? And how do you do that? You don't do that by just not wanting to. You're taking up a cross of denial to do something else, to follow something else. You don't just quit doing things. You're doing it while you're following something else. Amen? So this is essential to follow him. He says, what, what happened? And I was watching this when I was up there with dad, you know, the, the, uh, the chosen. You know, and they're out there. Um, fishing, Peter and James and John, and they're fishing and they're not getting anything. Jesus comes along and preaches on their boat and, and then their, their boat gets full of fish, right? And then he says, what did you say? Follow me. They've just had this massive financial blessing and they leave it all to their friend to take care of, to do what? They had just been impressed by the the end that some people would want from God. But not as much as, the, as him. To, to, to follow him, you're going to have to leave something else. Right? And it's not going to be easy right now. You know, you can pray, God, God, just make this easy. No, no, no. This is the part that we identify with Christ in, is, is, is letting things die that would would be our guide so that he can be our guide. Amen? All right, here's one more here. Mark 10, 21. And this is laying down our cross, right? We're gonna have to deny ourselves something. <laughs> That's something else that this guy was saying. He said, oh, how did he say that? Hey, Hayden will help me out again. <laughs> he said, you, don't, you no longer have a choice of what you're gonna do if you wanna get to something else. Remember he said something like that? Yeah. You didn't get that? Okay, that, was, that didn't hit the impact. <laughs> he said, you know, athletes, they can't just do whatever they want to do anymore. There's not freedom of choice if you want an end that's going to be the right end. If you want to get to a destination, if, if you want to be an athlete that's, that's functioning at a very high level, you don't have freedom of choice anymore. You've submitted your choice to something that you want to follow after. And that's the same for us as Christians anymore. You know, grace doesn't make it so that we can just choose whatever we want to anymore. We lose the right to choose when we want to follow him. Because our choice will lead us somewhere else consistently. Unless our choice is him. Amen. Can you see how there, there needs to be a separation? <laughs> okay. Mark 10. 1021, then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, so who is this? This is this rich ruler, right? That, that He's one of those guys that is anal about everything. He makes sure that he checks all the boxes. His profile is filled up with all kinds of wonderful things, you know? <laughs> so he's done everything. If there's anything about the law that you can do, he's done it. Why? Because he's, he's, he's got it all together. And he's done it because he likes the reward of being somebody. And being successful, right? 
But to follow Jesus, none of this stuff in this world is going to work. It's like he said, what if you gain the whole world and lose, lose following me? Following him is so much better than anything else. Amen? But it requires this, letting go of some other stuff. Then Jesus looked at him, loved him, and said to him, don't you like that? He's not, he's not getting mad at us for anything. Do you ever feel like God's mad at you for something? Kind of feel guilty? We can feel that on our side, but he's not. He said, I, I want to make you right. One thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you'll have treasure in heaven, and come... Take up the cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word, and he did not follow him. That means if you're not ready, you, the irony is there's nobody that's out giving God, right? He's, he's going to take care of you more than you can take care of yourself. But there has to be the willingness to, in your heart, no longer be following those things. What this this very clearly said was this young rich man decided not to follow Jesus so that he could continue to follow his riches, right? And until there's a letting go of those riches or whatever there is in our life, you know, our families can do that where they become the treasure of our heart and they, they determine things for us. Everything has to become part of the cross, God, I'm going to lift this. You know, I started reading a book. Oh, man. Uh, and I asked my dad. My dad knew the whole story. He said, yeah, I've re read that book like three times. It's about missionaries back in the, in the like 30s and stuff where they would go to places where there were cannibals. And the name of the book, something like that, come to me so I can eat your head or something like that. I don't know. What it's, 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 I mean, seriously. I mean, it's, it's like, wow, that's, uh, that's pretty... Well, it came up on my on my app, you know. <laughs> but but the level of what people would give themselves to to follow where where Jesus was leading them to, and how people in in parts of the world became came to know Jesus because they let go of everything. Uh, uh, just to get there, they had to get in these boats that they would be in for a long, they'd almost perish. And he, he gave you a list of how many missionaries were dying of diseases and, and different things. And it's like, but you know what? They were doing what they, what they were following, what they were willing to do. God likes that. You know, we, we, we cherish this life way too much. We, we, we make way too big a deal out of this. To the point is we get some tiny little virus and people will start running scared. Run away, run away. No, this life isn't big enough for me to, to be afraid of. Amen? All right. Let's, let's go to this next one. Stay close. So we, you got to take up your cross first. You got to make way for him to, so that you can follow him. It's really hard. <laughs> it's, like, it's like driving. It's really hard to go down a mountain road. It's like my dad was, I, I took him on this drive. And, and uh, there's this, this old, it's actually a railroad road that goes on the other side of the river from where my dad grew up, actually. And it has tunnels that go through the rock. And I mean, really cool stuff, you know. But, but he likes these, these houses that have been built right by the river. And I'm driving along. And he said, yeah, look at that one over there. 
So what happens? If I look over there where he's pointing, where I'm trying to drive down this road, it doesn't work, does it? You got to stay, you, you got to be following this. You got to be fixated on that, right? And that's part of staying close. How, how many have ever uh, said, had, or maybe you've done this, you said, okay, we're going to go over to, I don't know, restaurant of some kind. And you got a friend in town, they say, follow me. What better they do? They better run red lights. They better. Why? Because as soon as you get out of view, you're no longer following. Right? You have to stay close. You have to, you have to run let red lights. <laughs> you have to not look to the side. You stay focused on that. All right. You get lost, right? John 10. So we have all kinds of distractions, don't we? That we can be looking at. That Jesus is saying, if you're going to follow me, you're going to have to stay close to me. What you like looking at better be me. <laughs> what you get fixated on better be me if you want to follow me. Don't you like this? He doesn't say, everybody, you have to follow me. He says, no, those who want to follow me, this is what it's going to be. And that's where the road gets narrow. It's a narrow road that's a following road. It's a wide one that everybody gets to be a part of. I would rather be on the narrow one that's following you. But everybody doesn't get to go on that. Only those who take up their cross stay close to him. All right? John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice. How do you hear a voice? When it doesn't get too far away from you, <laughs> right? How, do you, how are you able to communicate? You got to get close. Sometimes you want to look right in their mouth so you can see what they're saying. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. How does a shepherd know the sheep? Because the sheep's there. <laughs> of course. Right? And I know them because they're there. They know my voice because they're there. They're, they're dependent upon where I am leading them. Right? And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of where? The region on the other, on the north? No, my hand. Talk about close. But who gets to be there? The sheep that choose to have him as their shepherd and get close to him. Amen? So my brother has two dogs. They're Irish setters. And, uh, or Irish terriers. Little guys, you know. And uh, one of them doesn't care whether you touch him or not. And the other one, that's all she's about. And so what does she get? She gets a lot of love. <laughs> I just thought that was cool. There's people in the kingdom that could care less about having a relationship with God. So I really don't know that other guy too much, but I do know her because she always comes up to me, puts her nose right up to me and just looks like I'm the best thing ever. 
So I know her. That's how God is with us. We get in his face. Amen. And then he says, I know you. And what's happening? We're following him. Right? Matthew 8, 19. Then a certain scribe came and said to him, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, said to him, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Then, then another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. What we don't realize is when we choose to do something else instead of following him, because there will be a difference. We can't say, well, Jesus is just going to follow me <laughs> wherever I'm going. <laughs> That's what we usually want to do. Say, God, I'm going this way. I'd like for you to just keep up. You know? <laughs> and he said, no. In fact, when you follow me, it's not going to be because how wonderful it's going to be. It's going to be because of me. Amen? He said, I don't really have anything to offer you. I don't have anything to promise you. Sometimes I think we have to be careful even in the church to say God's just going to do all this. God's going to do all this. And, and so everybody gets their eyes on this and rather than him. He said, let's just get the this out of the way. Uh, let's just say we're all going to go to Africa and you're not going to have anything but to get him. Huh. I'd like to sit on my hands. <laughs> I'd, like to not, I'd like to not be excited about that. You know what? If it's him, it's going to be the very best thing you ever did in your life. I would rather be the missionary that goes and gives my life on the field somewhere. That the end, At the end of that life, I was being obedient and I was in the face of my master than to be successful here somehow and, and to live to a ripe old age that was only about me. Only about the stuff. Amen. And he even said, sometimes we can say, well, well, that's reasonable. You know, as a pastor sometimes, and, and this is not on anybody, but sometimes we can say, well, I have a really good reason. I'm just going to go ahead and give the reason why I don't need to do what needs to be done, whatever. <laughs> and Jesus has a perspective on that. says, man, even burying your dead, if you're going to follow me, you're going to have to say, okay, if, it, if it's a, there's a choice, I mean, it's not that we don't bury dead. But if there's a choice there, and that's what he's saying. He said, I, follow me. Let following. You know, if, if the priority is big enough, we'll always do it. <laughs> and that's what he's saying. Make following him bigger than anything else. What you want to get close to all the time is him. One more here. James 4, 8. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. It's like me and Scott's dog. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. What's he saying there? Take up your cross. Let that stuff that would, you would follow after. What is sin? It's something you're following after, right? Let those things be purged so that you can follow me. Draw near to me because it's near to him that's required for following. One more here. Uh, uh, the third one here is identity. Okay, so we looked at taking up cross, staying close. And then identity. In the following of is the making of. To follow is to become. So when you, when you follow, you become what you're following. I've already said that, but let's look at Matthew 4, 19. Then he said to them, follow me and I will do what? Make you. 
It'll change who you are when you follow me. You cannot help but become something when you're following it. Okay? Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So what happened? Everything about the old has died so that I become a new identity in him. Right? Okay, I've got one more. We've taken up our cross. We've gotten close to him now because we don't have all that junk that we <laughs> got burned up, right, that, that, that's, that's on that cross that we've allowed to get burned up. <clears throat> we've gotten close to him. We've had a change of identity. We've allowed him change who we are. And I'll tell you what, you know, I was, I was, I'm so inspired by these people, that, that, that uh, Jesus revolution. Man, that one scene where that Frisbee guy is, is talking to Chuck Smith, and he's, he's talking. Has anybody seen this? It's, it, it's good. But man, I started crying. I'm thinking, this is, this is the heart of God, you know? I, I, I want to I say, God, how can we do what you need us to do? We have to become who you are, and we'll get to this in just a second. But let's look at this. This isn't something that we just have for a period. God, it's been so sad how, how, how people have gotten on fire for God. It's like Buddy was saying, you, you get zealous for God, and then it goes out. You allow it to go out somehow. Because things in the world will always entice. That's why God, we have to be, we, we have to be talking like this right now. And this What we're talking about right now needs to mean more than what we're getting to later on this afternoon, whatever else is going on in our life, we have to be excited about God. Yes. Yes. Come on. <laughs> and, I, and I'm getting a little bit louder, and I might get out a, a pom-pom or something. And, <laughs> because for some reason, even though you got a great football team, they still have a cheering section because you got to get excited somehow. And they work out all kinds of routines and everything so they can be excited about something that sometimes is not very easy to be excited about when you're a Broncos fan. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because it, it's not going to just be a one-time thing. It's not just uh, when I was gloriously saved. It's got to be It's what my glorious steps are now that God wants to take us to. Don't you know it hurts the heart of God, of Jesus, to redeem us to a life of following him. And all we get is a walk, a temporary walk. And he said, I wanted it to be a whole life. Amen? So, so this last one here is, is that we need to continue in this. It needs to follow him. When he's saying follow me, he's not just saying follow me to the end of the block. Right. He's saying follow me to the end of your life. So it's all about your life. Amen? Matthew 28, 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. So what is he saying? <laughs> if you're going to follow me, what, what do we already say? You become what you follow. Who is Jesus? He's a disciple maker. He's somebody that wherever he goes, somebody's going to follow him where he's going. What did he do? He said, follow me, didn't he? And what did he say in another place? He said, when you see me, you see the Father. So what is he wanting us to do? He's wanting to have that same attitude. When you see me, you see Jesus. 
So when he's, when he's making this, this declaration, this, he's sending them out. What is he sending them out to do? Quit or continue following? Continue becoming. Continue having the purpose of the one you're following. Right? Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. This sounds like my life, as he's wanting. My life be like, <laughs> isn't that a song? I don't know. <laughs> my life be like. Following. <laughs> I'm going to follow him all the days of my life. Well, what does that mean? It's, it means I'm going to have a purpose in my life. To follow him isn't just to be me and him. It's not just me and him anymore. It's me and him and all these sheep that I get to get coming after me too. Right? That's what he means when he says follow. It's, it's not just him. Becoming who he is. Taking on his purpose. And now the whole reason why he came was not to just be a Jesus Christ superstar. It was to bring disciples into the kingdom. And he says, that's who you are now, to follow him. How many want to follow Jesus? I, want to, I won't make you raise your hand because I don't want you to lie, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding, because this is what it means, yeah. right? And I'm, you weren't lying. I, I didn't. <laughs> Because this is what it means. It means way more than just fixing your stuff and getting your things and, and saying, God, what are you going to do for me? Why does he want to do all those things for us so that we can forget about them and go do what we're supposed to do? <laughs> Amen? All right. All right. Just a, just a couple things here to, to wrap this up. 1 Corinthians 11. 1. <clears throat> this is the King James. It says, be Ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Who is this? This is Paul, isn't he? So what is Paul doing? He's following Jesus, isn't he? When he's saying this, he's following Jesus. He said, you're going to be able to follow me because I'm following him. And when you follow me, you're going to be a follower of Christ, which means you're, laying, you're taking up your cross, which means you're getting close to him, which means your identity is you're continually going from glory to glory, changed into that same image that you're beholding. Amen? Yes. For a purpose. This next translation, look what it says. It doesn't say followers, but it says, you should imitate me. How do you imitate? Hunter can do some good imitations. How do you do that? You got to spend some time watching people, don't you? Who was that, that guy that did the, man, so many good imitations. That, um, he did the turtle. <laughs> Dana Carvey. Amazing imitations. What did they do? They spent a lot of time looking to where they can look just like them. They can sound just like them. How are we going to imitate Christ? We're going to follow him. And I like this. To follow is to imitate. Don't you like that? Just as I imitate Christ. Hallelujah. You know what? This, this requires, and I, and I encourage us today. 
I don't care how much we've heard this, how much we know about it. (laughs) I want to say, God, I'm going to make a heart adjustment right now. Help me. Uh, uh, he, he wants to. He, he wants Jesus to be seen in us. He wants us to be free from all the junk. Amen. You know, sometimes we want to just have hands laid on us, and, and it's good that we can do that, and, and, and people can be delivered and stuff, but you know who your deliverer is all the time that you get to take with you all the time is the one that you are following instead of the one that you're being bound by. And you got to leave the bondage if you want to be free. You know, you can, you can open the gate to the birdcage, and, and until that bird goes out the door, he's still bound. You have to walk in the freedom that we've been given. Amen? So, can we just get some music? Can, can we just have, have just some moments here? Let's just consecrate our hearts before God and say, God, take this from just some information that I've gotten today. Because I believe it's from the heart of God. This is, this is our life, isn't it? This is who we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be followers of Christ. Not just billboard wearers of Christ. Not just wrist wearers. <laughs> what would Jesus do? No, I know what he would do because I have something on the inside. I know what he would do because I'm, I'm, I'm fixated on his face. I want to look at his mouth when he talks. Not the back of his head. <laughs> Amen? Amen? <laughs>